Welcome to the Rooted in Wellness as We Age podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, the founder of Rooted Tree Wellness Studio. I am a movement specialist for mature bodies with a background in psychology and kinesiology. My life's mission is to help reduce pain, improve quality of life, and increase independence as we age. We will be exploring various facets of wellness with myself and special guests to get to the root of what makes us well. Welcome to episode number six of the Rooted in Wellness as We Age podcast. I am so excited to have you join us today, so thank you so much for tuning in. Today I'm going to be sharing my philosophy on movement. So as many of you may know, I'm a movement specialist for mature bodies. I own a virtual wellness studio called Rooted Tree Wellness Studio where we specialize in mature bodies between the ages of 40 to 90 plus. We do everything from movement to strength training to mindfulness and so on and so forth. So I've spent my whole life being an elite athlete, studying movement, performing different movement, teaching movement and working with everything surrounding the body and movement. Now, my philosophy has evolved over time and I've really gotten to a place where I feel I've gained a lot of knowledge and awareness around movement and ultimately my philosophy on movement. I was never a person who believed in the hard hitting movement of you have to hit the gym every day and do this and do that. Well, if you're trying to attain certain goals, that may be amazing. But what I'm really interested in is improving quality of life, overall health, not trying to be a bodybuilder, not trying to gain a six pack. I'm talking about as minimal pain as possible, feeling as your most healthiest and happiest self possible. And how does movement play a role in that? So Today I'm going to be sharing my key points within my philosophy of movement and hopefully it just starts to pose a question to you to start to explore what does movement really mean to you? And these are questions and things you should start to think about when deciding what type of movement class is best for you. How do you want to include movement in your life and bring movement into your realm of wellness? And so I'm just trying to get you to think here, posing you some questions to get curious, to think about, and ultimately land on your own decision of what is best for you. So I'm going to start off by sharing that I believe movement should be easy and able to be included in everyday life. Now, some people like me love movement. I will dedicate an hour every day to do a movement practice, if not more than that, because I love it. I find it enjoyable. I find my mental health benefits and so much more. So for me, it's something that I can jump on board and include really easily in my day-to-day routine. Not everyone feels like that. Not everyone has the same passion for movement and wellness that I do. Now you may if you're listening to this podcast, but maybe you're here because you know you need to. You know you need to include movement, but it's not something you love or are super passionate about. Or maybe you're just starting to learn more about it. And so what I want to share with you is that movement can be easy. It can be included in your everyday life. It doesn't have to be an hour that you set aside to take a class or go to the gym or do a certain activity. It can be, absolutely. If that's what you love, do that. 
But what I often teach when I work with mature bodies and people who don't love movement is different ways you can just bring it into something you're already doing. Let's take brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth every day, something you already do. Can you stand on one leg and brush your teeth? Then when you brush your teeth at night, can you stand on the other leg? What about when you're sitting on the couch and it's a commercial break? Can you do a sit to stand, which means you sit on the couch, you stand up, you sit on the couch, you stand up. Can you do that while the commercials are going? Because that builds quad strength, it builds glute strength. It keeps the muscles working and the body moving. One thing I teach is a heel to toe walk, which basically means just putting one foot directly in front of the other. And it really challenges the brain and the body to help stabilize you. So if you're going to travel from your dining room to your kitchen, instead of just like walking over casually, can you do a heel to toe walk from your dining room to your kitchen while you're waiting for the microwave to heat up your leftovers from last night? Can you do some air squats? Can you lift something over your head, get the shoulder stimulated? There's so many ways in which movement can be easy and incorporated into our daily life so it doesn't have to feel like a chore. Now, is it going to be more beneficial if you do it every day, if you do it consistently, if you do it regularly in a class 60 minute setting? Yes, one could argue that maybe you are getting more benefit from doing like a consistent class that has a specific intention and ultimate goal to help you build more strength over time, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. However, if it's between you doing nothing or you just adding these small moments of movement into your everyday life, I'd rather you just include small movements into your everyday life. It doesn't have to be this big chore. And maybe if you include small movements into your everyday life, you'll start to see the benefits that it can bring you that you can have. And then maybe you'll want to take a class. Maybe you'll want to set aside 60 minutes once a week and then twice a week, and then three times a week. Who knows? It's not about creating expectations or where you want to build up to. It's just about starting. It's just about trying. And it's about consistency. So if you can be consistent with standing on one leg while brushing your teeth, rather than showing up for a 60-minute class once a month because you can never make it every week, I'd rather you stand on your leg every single day because at least there's consistency. You're building, you're working on it, you're improving. And so they're very small things you can just change in your everyday life to feel better each and every day. So that's my first philosophy on movement is it can be easy, it can be accessible, and it can be incorporated into your everyday life. Next is that you need both consistency and change in order to have the most benefit out of your movement. So what do I mean by this? I used to go to a hot yoga class, which I really enjoyed, but the class was the same every single time you went, meaning the postures, the movements, the order of the movements, nothing ever changed. It was the same class every single time you went. Now, there was certainly a benefit to that because you're seeing your progress over time. Of course, if you do the same movement every single time you go, and you go every week or whatever, a month later, you're going to see significant progress in those same movements. However, in a 60 or a 90 minute class or whatever you're doing, you're not going to get all of the muscles. There's over 600 muscles in your body. You're not working everything effectively. You're missing out on key aspects. So 
I believe that you need consistency, meaning a same routine, a consistent practice moving every day or as much as you can, as well as change, targeting different muscle groups, exploring new movement patterns. What happens when we challenge the brain is we create new neural pathways within the brain. If you're always doing the exact same movement day in and day out, where's the challenge? Where's your brain working? Think about if you drive to work. You go on autopilot once you've driven to work a few times. You just memorize that path and your brain seamlessly drives you there without you even thinking about it. Sometimes you may get to work and be like, I don't even remember driving here. I just got here. I don't remember what light I stopped at or anything because it's autopilot, it's automatic. And when we do the same movement over and over again, well, you're gonna have the same experience. Your brain goes on autopilot and we're not working cognitive health. We're just doing physical health, which is still great, but I like to believe in consistency as well as change. So following that philosophy, for example, all of our classes at Rooted Tree Wellness Studio are different. You will never see the same class twice. You will see the same structure, but you will not see the same class. So what do I mean by that? On our Saturday morning, we have a muscle maintenance as we age class. It's basically like strength training, but at home. And so our system is that we do three movements in each round and we do three rounds. So we do round one, three movements, then we repeat those three movements in like a speed round where we just do each for 10 seconds. Then we do round two. Then we repeat round two, again, each movement, 10 seconds. Then we do round three. We repeat each movement in round three, but only in 10 seconds for that speed round. And so that format never changes. Our students expect that every single time they show up. It helps to ease anxiety. It helps to create a familiar and safe space. However, the movements inside of those rounds change each and every week. Now, do we cycle the same movements back in every so often? Yes. Do I cycle the exact same class back in? No. The same movements are helpful because again, it shows progress. It helps us to build continuous strength. However, again, we are not creating new neural pathways. We're not ch challenging the cognitive aspect of the body by doing things over and over again. So when saying this, these are just my philosophies on movement, especially looking at mature bodies. Within the fitness community, there's lots of re repetition you may see in workout and training plans. Everything is with a different intention. And so I'm not trying to kind of shoot down other things you may have seen. I'm just telling you the philosophy that I found and what works best. And again, also taking into mind circumstances. Did I just say consistency and change are both necessary? Yes. Did I tell you in the philosophy before that, that if you're only going to stand on your leg every single day while brushing your teeth, I'd rather you do that? Yes, because if I can't get you to come to a class, but you're going to stand on one leg as opposed to doing nothing, I at least want you to stand on your leg. Would I rather you come to a class where you're experiencing that cognitive health and the physical health and everything else? Yes. But we have to work with where people are at. I can't just be like, nope, sorry, you gotta take a class. Like, that's not the point. That's not the purpose. It's really about meeting people where they're at and then doing the most optimal choice. So this kind of seamlessly leads us into the next part of my philosophy where 
both brain and body need to be involved. So simply doing a mindless bicep curl is not going to do you any good. We have to be thinking about what we're doing. We have to be motivated to do what we're doing. And so that's why when I say, if I just force you to come to a class, it's not going to do you any good because if you don't want to be there, your body's not going to respond. And if you do want to be there, but you're listening to your brain more than your body, well, the brain's going to tell you you can't do it. A brain wants to tell you, conserve that energy, save that energy. No, 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 we're not getting tired today. So your body doesn't work as hard. We have to work connectedly throughout the whole body. So when we teach, when we learn, when we do movements, when we move, we need to use both the brain and body together as one system to work towards our intention that we set for the activity that we're doing. So I just kind of wanted to share that because oftentimes we can go mindlessly through movement. Okay, I just got to get this exercise done, right? I just got to get this done. Then I've moved for the day. I have a healthy heart. Yes. But it's about intentionality. Why are you choosing to do this? Are you conscious? Are you mindful while you're doing it? Because there's so many more benefits if you are, right? We're not rushing through life. We're not just trying to do something to say we did it. We want to improve our wellness. And the last part of my current philosophy, because we all know it's going to evolve and change, but the last part of my current philosophy is that different types of movement are crucial. What do I mean by that? Can you come to muscle maintenance class as we age every Saturday morning and see great benefits? Yes, absolutely. If that's the only thing you do, is that going to lead to this overall picture of wellness? Is it going to lead to significant improvement in your quality of life? Well, not necessarily, probably not even likely. Is it a great class? Yes. Is it going to help you build physical strength? Yes. But what about your heart health? There's no cardio in that class. Well, I mean, it's kind of tiring, but <laughs> there's no actual cardio. You're not getting very many steps in. You're not improving your cardiovascular health. So right there, all of a sudden, one focus of movement doesn't mean we're really looking or improving the full picture of your wellness. So you need to have a balance of cardiovascular health, of strength training, of stretching, of mobility, right? So if I look at myself, for example, what I do is I do strength training. I work out at the gym, but for my mature group, they take our muscle maintenance classes. We age. Okay. Strength training. Check. We're getting stronger. Great. Cardiovascular health. I walk my dogs or I go hiking. That's my cardiovascular health. Do you have to do this all every day? No, but it's about interchanging different types of movement. So that's how I get my cardiovascular health. A lot of my students walk. That's one of their favorite types of movement. Some of them go golfing and walk the golf course or some of them bike, whatever it may be. Cardiovascular health. If we look at flexibility, well, I do yoga. That is my flexibility. A lot of my students take our deep stretch class on Monday evenings. It's fully about stretching. Then we have mobility. Well, for mobility, I use myofascial balls. We just had an episode on myofascial, so you can listen to that if you haven't already. I do foam rolling, I get massage. This is all mobility work. 
okay? And so we have a Thursday evening um, kind of myofascial release class. That's how a lot of my students work on mobility. A lot of them see chiropractors or physiotherapists to help improve mobility. And so it's important to keep in mind, and these are just a few, there's more. We, gotta, we still got the brain health, we got the breath, well, I mean, there's a lot more. Anyways, <laughs> I don't wanna be here forever with you guys <laughs> because you'll begin to resent the sound of my voice. But the point being, we need to have different types of movement, different forms of movement in order to find our overall picture of wellness. What I'm really trying to emphasize with this podcast is we're not compartmentalizing health. We're not breaking it down by bits and pieces and segmenting them off. It's a full interconnected picture. And when we look at everything and how it interplays, that's when we can improve our quality of life and find our happiest, healthiest version of ourself, which is the intention of sharing this knowledge and information with you. So that's a little bit behind the philosophy of movement that I'm currently sitting at and what I currently believe and teach. If this sounds of interest to you, definitely check us out at www.rootedtreewellnessstudio.com. This is a philosophy that all of our teachers follow and that I teach by and that I live by. And again, it's not that you should believe exactly what I'm saying. It's not that you should take my word for this or anyone else's. It's so that you start to create your own questions, your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own kind of ideations around what movement means for you and how you want movement to show up in your life. So I hope this kind of stirred up some questions or some curiosity or some thoughts for you. Again, if you ever need to dialogue or talk it out or ask some more follow-up questions, feel free to send me an email at hello at rootedtreewellnessstudio.com or you can send us a message over on Instagram at rootedtreewellnessstudio. I look forward to talking to you guys in our next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Rooted in Wellness as We Age podcast. If you're interested in learning more, trying out a class, or asking any questions, feel free to connect at www.rootedtreewellnessstudio.com. Email hello at rootedtreewellnessstudio.com or check us out over on Instagram at rootedtreewellnessstudio. Thank you for listening and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a great day.